0: Abundance is gratitude, self-confidence, and peace of mind. In short, abundance is happiness. And to the extent that we are happy, we are living abundantly. The word abundance originates in a Latin root meaning to overflow. In order to have a sense of overflow or abundance in our relationship to the outer world, we must have a sense of fullness or completeness within ourselves. It is this sense of abundance that this program will explore. And it is in this respect that the principles of Taoist philosophy have a great deal to offer us. This is not a get-rich-quick or think-your-way-to-riches program. You will not be admonished to think like a millionaire, dress for success, or climb the corporate ladder. You will find no advice for managing your investment portfolio or for planning for your retirement. Yet there is certainly no shortage of books, magazines, and financial investment professionals to help with these topics. We can, however, profit as well by looking at the issue of abundance from another perspective, one that will allow us to address some of the deeper psychological and spiritual issues associated with it. Certainly, from the standpoint of a long view of human history, we would have to say that by any objective measure of material wealth, most people in the developed world are very well off indeed. I think it's safe to say that material poverty is not an issue for people listening to this program. If I were to ask you if you had the basic necessities of material life, adequate food, shelter, and clothing, I'm sure you would not be lacking. Yet if I were to ask you if you feel a lack of time to just be and relax, to learn and grow, or to spend with your friends and family, you might well relate. By the same token, if I were to ask you if you feel a lack of ease, a sense of constant pressure, struggle, or stress, a lack of purpose or direction in your life, or a lack of peace of mind, a sense of frustration, restlessness, or dissatisfaction, or just a vague sense that something is missing, I'll bet many listening to this program could relate to one of these as well. Finally, if I were to ask you if you feel a lack of physical, mental, or emotional energy, a lack of beauty, a sense that in the rush and hubbub of daily existence, a certain element of your humanity and finer feelings are being lost, or a lack of authentic power, a sense that you are not fully expressing the love, talent, and creativity that you know lies within. I imagine that many listening to this program could relate to one of these feelings as well. Now, because these kinds of lacks don't necessarily involve a scarcity of dollars or goods, doesn't make the suffering associated with them any less real or important. Addressing these kinds of lacks is every bit as important as addressing the financial component if we want to create an experience of real abundance in our lives. This program, the Tao of Abundance, will speak to all of these elements, including the financial. Money is, of course, a factor in our experience of abundance. In the developed world, we've arranged things in such a way that we can't live without it. Moreover, money can be useful in facilitating a greater experience of abundance in all of the areas I just mentioned. Yet the pursuit of money can just as easily interfere with fulfilling these aims. Some of the most miserable people that I have ever known have been extremely wealthy individuals. And even if we haven't seen them up close, most of us are familiar with the miseries of the rich and famous by way of our newspaper and television tabloids. On the other hand, I have known, as you may have known, examples of wealthy individuals who are very happy, generous, and accomplished. Yet I've also known people whom we would typically describe as extremely poor, who are some of the happiest, warmest, and most giving people you'll ever meet, while others who are very poor seem to have a really wretched form of existence. All of which makes my point that the experience of genuine abundance is something other than the accumulation of material wealth. I think that when it comes to money, there are two really important questions. How much do I need and what is it going to cost me to get it? Most people spend more time thinking about the first question, how much money do I need Or perhaps better stated, how much do I think I need, than they do thinking about what it's going to cost them to get it. When we're thinking about how much we need, we find this is a somewhat ambiguous...